Another thing I wanted to ask, uh, since it was new, since we've done the outline, are we doing the Raiders? I can breathe. <laughs> the what? Oh, yeah, we can talk about it. It was dumb. It was way but fucking what's it dumb. Didn't take the brother come out and like say the same thing after some shit? I thought I read something. Yeah, no, the, his brother said like he wasn't offended by, or like it didn't bother him. Yeah. Right, right. It's still it's a fucking so dumbass comment. Of course it is, dude. It's Mark Davis, bro. Fucking Captain P.F. Chang's we're talking about here, dude. He fucking ate lunch every day at fucking P.F. Chang's. I mean, look at his haircut. Yeah, facts. Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What is up? How's it going? Welcome to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of every NFL move this offseason. And there are a lot. We got a couple big things uh, happening this week. But before we can go any further, we got to say that we are sponsored by Tavour. And you can get the best. Can't even do that here. We're sponsored by Tavour. That's how good they are. I'm not. Yes, he's drinking a Tavour beer right now. I, I am not going to lie, <laughs> but uh, you can get the best craft beer delivered straight to your front door from breweries all around the United States using Tavour. Just go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app on your mobile device and use promo code Taproom when signing up to get ten dollars off your first purchase of twenty-five dollars or more. My uh, card is sitting at 36 beers right now. I've got another two days and still until it gets uh, delivered. So it's gonna be a heavy ass box, dude. It is gonna be. It's gonna be a price shipping fee, but hey, <laughs> it's worth it. It is totally worth it. But uh, let's meet the crew tonight. We've got Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Let's and we got oh. Steady Eddie Martin. Yep. How you guys doing this week, guys? Boys, we uh we right there. We're a week away from the draft. You know. Yeah. We got some football around the horizon or on the horizon, I guess we should say. Yeah, uh, it's right there, man. We I'm glad we all can't talk tonight. It's, We're starting to start. We're it's starting so to good right now. Eddie, you so better. The, the only way to go is up. Yeah, you better uh, come in and save us both. But uh, right. since yeah. you know Jordan did mention that uh, draft is coming up that we're going to be having a draft special. We're going to be live draft night talking about all the picks, where we think these uh, teams are going to be going with their picks. It's going to be our YouTube live debut. So uh, make sure to check out the Taproom Sports Podcast LLC page. Um, but yeah, we'll put out some more uh, kind of feelers out there. Let everybody know that we're going to be doing that. It's going to be a ton of fun, a ton oh, yeah. of fun. But, cannot uh, wait. I can't wait to just cannot see wait what the Raiders Mac do. Jones dude. gets it's... drafted number three. Ugh, I hate how nah. that happened. But we'll nah, talk it's about happening, that. Uh, dude. We'll talk about that when we get to the uh, you know our divisions later because we got to we got to start with the news of the week. And uh, you know, first things first. Let's go, Alden Smith. Let's do it again. He had a warrant issued for his arrest for an alleged second degree battery that occurred in a New Orleans area coffee shop. He allegedly choked the victim unconscious during the confrontation. He has now turned himself in from this warrant and uh, posted bail. He's looking at, I think it was like a $2,000 fine or like eight months in, in jail. Um, so not, not really too big on his pocketbooks, but 
I mean, this has got to be, you know, something big for the Seattle Seahawks, who literally just signed him last week. So what do you guys think of uh, this news coming out? That's insane, dude. got to go sign with UFC and fight Greg Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. That's a moneymaker. Let him take out Jake Paul. There you you go, Jake Paul. I don't know, man. Like, dude, hasn't he learned his lesson at this point? No. Like, he literally just signs with Seattle, gets another chance. And then this happens, like, bro, like, I don't care what, like, at a coffee shop, like, what, what could have happened? What transpired? Do we even know? No, not, not yet. No uh, witness accounts, but we do know that it was in the evening. So he already had his first cup of coffee for the day. Like, you can't use that excuse of like, oh, I didn't, I didn't have my coffee. I wasn't awake yet. Like, no, you can't <laughs> pull be that a, shit. Well, that would be a bad excuse regardless. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I don't think he's getting away with it with that one, dude. Wasn't he just out for like multiple years too? Yeah, of course. Like I still have a shirt uh, a from like, shop. dude, like I have a shirt from like eight years ago that says I survived Alden Smith and now I could put it back on. Like, there we go. It's insane. There dude. we go. Like we've been here and we've done this multiple times. Like it just continues. Uh, the dude's not going to learn. Like he was out of the league forever. It's absolutely ridiculous that i mean at a coffee shop of all places like is that how he goes and celebrates like signing a new deal he gets a one-year deal then like a day or two later he's i'm just gonna go choke someone out dude like i need to i need to let out some steam yeah it absolutely is and also within that police report where we're having the uh victim say that it was you know his or an accomplice or what what is it uh when you it's like you're a friend acquaintance it was an acquaintance of his. So he even kind of knew Alden Smith and gets choked out. Damn. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird-ass story. Um, I don't think it's going to affect his... Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't Who knows what's going to happen, but that's kind of that's kind of crazy. I'd like to know what transpired before that. Yeah. yeah. yeah and is I mean. this the, the last strike for Alden Smith in the, the NFL? Depends on how it plays out. Like, if you're saying it's his friend or an acquaintance or someone he knows, I doubt they're going to press charges. So they're probably just going to drop everything. Well, they already to be honest. Uh, they, they, they already, already did. Didn't they? Out for his arrest. they filed the police charge. Yeah. So, yeah, but he could still drop charges and the DA could not decide to prosecute. People get arrested all the time for crimes they don't commit. Quote unquote commit because if you're going off if you're going off witness <laughs> I mean, statements, dude. no, but like this is statements from the victim. So I mean, it's not not even witness. But he could he could still drop the charges though. Yeah, that's true. He could he can de- definitely drop the charges, but it still happened. And you gotta, I mean, you gotta think like Eddie, what you were saying, like he doesn't learn. He does not learn. So, all right. So let's get him out. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on to yeah a new uh, topic here, man. Our boy. I mean, Monday, Monday was a big day. After 14 seasons in the NFL, the man, nay, the legend around these parts, Alex Smith, decided to call, call it quits. After seven years with the 49ers, five years in Kansas City, and two with Washington, I mean, multiple offers on the table from what we're, we're hearing, and even him flying to Jacksonville to meet his former coach, Urban Myers, he decided enough is enough. Do you think this was a good call? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's probably never going to get another chance to start. And he tried it. He gave it a go last year, and he couldn't even stay healthy. You know what I mean? Like, that's no knock on him. Like, dude, he's 34 years old. He's been in this league a long time. You know, if you told me in 2007, you know, would we even be in 2018 talking about Alex Smith? I would have been like, no. Like, that dude was dog shit for so long. Yep. And – it he wasn't really it was just it happened to be that he was just in a bad situation coach after coach after coach after coach once he got some consistency in his career he was a he was a pretty good quarterback you know what I mean so I think it's I think it's right for him to hang it up no need to prove you have nothing else to prove at this point you know what I mean like he's never going to be on par on the conversation with the you know Drew Breeses and Tom Brady's of the world like that's just not he's never going to make it there at this point. So why even risk it any further just to be a backup when you could go be a coach with urban Meyer, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, live a healthy life, take some time, spend it with your family for a year or two. Like 
bro, he, he's living the life, yeah, man. The Andy Reid already called first dibs, so. Yeah, dude. Go <laughs> coach with Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah, dude. 100. Well, yeah, look what the influence that he had on on uh, Mahomes. You know, I mean, granted, Mahomes is, is Mahomes. He's, you know, uh, an incredible, absolutely incredible athlete. But, you know, Alex definitely played a little bit of role in how Mahomes plays the game. So, yeah, I mean, we can be we can be 100 percent honest here. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is who he is because of Alex Smith. Uh, every Alex Smith inspires greatness all around him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, oh, shit. you know, even on That's one a bit of a even on there. one leg, Alex Smith is still better than probably ten or eleven starting quarterbacks in the league. He could still start. Um, he's just never going to be like the super flashy guy, right? We've always said he's the best game manager maybe in NFL history. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like game managers win games. That's why there's a category for him now. Um, you know, he was uh, one of my favorite players of all time, not because he was like super flashy, but he was a grinder and he always worked hard. Even when he was getting stomped on, like his head stomped on in San Francisco, I never heard him say one bad thing. Um, and that, I mean, that's credit to him. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what, what he does with uh, one leg and a uh, headset when he's coaching. Yeah. Dude, that's a it's a great point that Alex Smith actually came up as we head into the draft because it's just crazy. Like if Alex Smith, like if that were to happen nowadays in the NFL, because I mean, he was like terrible his rookie year, like dude threw one touchdown, 11 interceptions, his rookie year. Like nowadays you do that your rookie year, mm-hmm. like you might not even get another chance, bro. Even if you're a first round pick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for multiple years, though, he had his, you know, his second year was decent, but then his third year was trash again, too. So, like, no, he was yeah, bad, but those, I mean, in all fairness, those well, yeah, no, teams he was were really bad, bad too. in 2007, too. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying, but it, it ended up being like we found out once he got Harbaugh and he got consistency and he got like a good organization around him. We we saw like, oh, shit, that's how bad Singletary and Mike right. Nolan and uh, company were like. They were that bad. Like, it wasn't really his fault. So it would be interesting to see how his career would have panned out. But it's great to talk about with, you know, these quarterbacks coming up because it's like Zach Wilson, for example, drafted number two overall to the Jets, a, a organization where is typically dog shit. It's a hot take like, right there. It is. <laughs> and you're you're setting him up for failure, just like Alex Smith was set up for failure. Yeah. I mean, three. Yeah. No, you're, yeah, you're the Jets have got right three there. head coaches absolutely. in four years, dude. Like, I don't, like, I can't imagine if Salah goes like, you know, five and let's say if he goes like five and 19 to start his career, they don't just ax him, you know, now he's going to be in that same situation. Like, I feel like with quarterbacks, dude, a lot of it has to do with the situation. Like, if you're a quarterback that's drafted later in the rounds, like, oh, yeah, like 20 to, to 30 or whatever, like, you're going to have a higher probability of being successful because your team's just better. Like as a, especially as a young quarterback, like Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes is a perfect example. You know what I mean? Even Aaron Rodgers, like he went like what was it, twenty whatever, uh, to the Packers, and yeah, he had to sit for like a five years, obviously, yeah. but that was still a good team. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't going to like the Bengals. So what you're saying, Eddie, is that Jordan Love is going to be no. good? No, see, so you no, have talent. Lord. Jordan Love doesn't have that. Jordan, dude, that's what Jordan Love does have is talent. Have you watched him play? Yeah. I don't think you've ever seen Jordan Love play. Yeah, I've seen you? Jordan Love play. You cannot say, you, you cannot have seen him play and say that he doesn't have talent. That's what he has. I fell asleep. I fell dude. asleep. <laughs> it wasn't exciting. Love it. I love it. Oh god. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Um, hey, I'm fired up. Dar, we getting ready for the draft, man. <laughs> And and what dumb yeah, move dude, are I, we gonna see this year? Like the draft that's, stinks. That's dude. definitely a that's big That's the question. thing is like we can criticize it as dumb move now. No, the no. draft is beautiful because we could criticize things as a dumb move and it could end up being great, or vice versa. We could criticize something and be like, Oh, that's such a great move, blah blah blah. blah. And then it ends up being absolute terrible pick, and in three right. years that dude's not even in the league. Like try to th- like put yourself in my shoes, yeah. dude. Think- that's why it's like with these quarterbacks, dude. They're like Eddie. Eddie, you think you think five quarterbacks are gonna be drafted in the first round, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So every draft we see, only like two or three of the quarterbacks drafted are good. So it's like, what are the two well, or we three usually that don't aren't see, gonna flourish? 
we usually don't see five quarterbacks go in the first round, though. Oh, we have seen when was, four. When was the last? Well, when was the last time that we even saw four? Four was uh that Lamar Jackson draft. Lamar, Josh Rosen, Darnold, and um, oh, I forgot about Rosen. What was his? He's what's his Baker about. Mayfield. Yep. And Rosen isn't even. He's on the practice squad. Dude, for that's the a guy now, that got dude. fucked yeah. over so that from was day that one. Guy that wasn't that good? No, he didn't actually. Because I mean, dude, you can't say that after you get three opportunities. I mean, did he really get an opportunity though, dude? Like, how much? How much did he get to play? He got an opportunity in Miami. Got an opportunity in Arizona. He got an opportunity in training camp up until the draft, they, and then they were like Arizona took Kyler Murray with the first pick, and they were gonna take Kyler Murray once they hired Clint Kingsbury. Yeah, because they saw him yeah, but- in they saw him in OTAs before they saw him in offseason minicamp before they had the even said when he was in college like if i have the opportunity to draft Kyler murray i'm going to draft him like no matter what he was going to the cardinals that year like and he was starting right away then he just goes to miami like where are you are you trying to convince me that josh rosen is better no, quarterback i'm than telling Kyler you he's murray? never had an opportunity to actually play everywhere he's gone he got shit on where yeah he did he had that in Arizona and yeah, Miami, full year overall pick, dude. There's no way Rosen was getting a chance to play there, so we could take Arizona off the board. Well, no, he played a year in Arizona before yeah, they drafted Colin. Yeah, he was why they got. He was their starter when he first was there. Fifty-five percent. I thought they had uh, someone else. Yeah, he, he started thirteen he, games. He started thirteen mm-hmm. games. I must thirteen games. That. Yep. Yeah, he didn't start the first three. But they put him in, and he that team wasn't was good. really and, bad. Too. Like, don't get me wrong; like the coaching staff didn't help him. It was a bad team. Dude. Yeah. It was a bad team. I, I did forget that. I he won't started, disagree though. with that. But he had the opportunity, and then they and then they had him in training camp when they brought in Cliff Kingsbury, and that was when you know Cliff, Cliff was like he didn't he wasn't sold on Josh Rosen, and a lot of Josh Rosen's um, criticisms has always been his work ethic. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, we we took a a, a sharp left turn <laughs> after talking. Uh, yeah, we did. Hey, that's what from, happens, dude. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they go saying, dude, this is why the draft but, stinks. So Hang on, real quick. This is why the draft stinks, real quick. Because every year, no, it's, no, this is why the draft is beautiful. The draft. No, no, I'm telling so you why it stinks. To the draft. This is so, why it stinks. So hold your thoughts there. No, no, I. But we're moving to what teams are doing in the draft. It stinks. So let's uh, take a break and hear from one of our affiliates, and then you can tell us what what you think about this fucking draft. Hey guys, it's your boy Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks, lads. And me, Steady Eddie Martin. You've seen our picks on Twitter and all our shows on the Taproom Sports Podcast Network. So we're bringing y'all a new show twice a week called The Square Sharks. Yeah, just two guys who love sports that'll help you win money. Yup, so go to www.taproomsportspodcast.com slash square sharks for more info and to subscribe to the podcast. Don't miss out. Do it now. Why throw away free money? So now we heard about that, we are going to be in going into draft mode, and I guess we'll hear what uh, Eddie's true true thoughts are on the draft. But Stinks. today we're going to be we're going to be talking about the AFC and NFC West. You know, seeing what they've added over uh, kind of the free agency you know period, and and what they need to improve on with their draft picks. Uh, we're going to start with the NFC West because two of these teams don't have a first round pick, which is going to be a little bit difficult, uh, you know, for the the growth of their team. You know, luckily they are the the better half of this uh, division, but we'll see where where things shape out without a uh, first round pick. So, NFC West, we had Seattle Seahawks leading the uh, you know the division at twelve and four last year. Uh, then followed by that with the Los Angeles Rams. You know, they made that big trade earlier this year. They don't have their draft pick either. Uh, then that leaves us with the Arizona Cardinals coming in at eight and eight. 
and the San Francisco Niners at six and ten. I think we want to start from the bottom. Started from the bottom, now we're here. And move up here because you know San Francisco's kind of sporting that number three draft pick. We we had some really interesting news come out today, which uh, pisses me off a lot. Um, that was that uh, Justin Fields is kind of admitted to everybody that uh, he has epilepsy, and you know that could definitely cause his draft, you know, draft pick, draft placement to to drop, and. Who does that mean that moves into that number three quarterback position? Fuck my life. Uh, Kyle Trask. Mr. Jones. <laughs> I, at this point, I'd probably be <laughs> happier with. I actually Kyle read Trask somewhere where they said, like, they tried to, like, justify Trask going number three. Um, I mean, that's, that's not reasonable. Uh, like, why trade up to get someone you could have got where you were? But, um, I don't know. I think the Justin Fields thing, like, it's kind of interesting in the sense that now the Patriots are going to get Justin Fields if every team gets worried about the epilepsy thing, which, I mean, he's played his whole life with it. So yeah. what's the big deal? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. The, the had, reports, sorry. No, no, I was just saying he's had concussions, I'm sure, in his life. You know, um, I realize epilepsy is like, a, I'm not saying epilepsy is not a big deal. I'm just saying like, as far as football goes, he's dealt with it. He's obviously taken the proper precautions. Uh, they knew about it at Ohio State, and then they still let him play. He still played, you know, uh, decently well. So if I were the Niners, I wouldn't be worried uh, too much about it. But I could see why. I'm not the one spending the millions of dollars either. Yeah. Yeah, the Niners are taking Mike Jones, dude. It's a wrap. It is a wrap. <laughs> Lock it up. The jokes are flying. April 29th, you're going to want to tune in. I'm with you, Eddie. <laughs> no, this... I'm with you. Uh, I, I, hope it's... I would rather have Fields, to be honest. Um, like you said, he's been playing with it throughout his life. Um, epilepsy does get Stepdad weaker. Bod Mac Jones. Oh, God. Racist ass stepdad Bod. I was going to say, Jones. he's like a right guy. He's, he's coming out as like with, San Francisco. Like, two DUIs, right. Mac Jones. Yeah. Like, how yeah. does he like not have his his stock drop? Like, well, he's just I like mean, a his, shitty person. He's expected to go what ninth, two. Expected uh, based on what mock draft? Multiple mock drafts. He's supposed to be lower. If he's, he's I mean, not he's, in that 49er spot where there have been rumors, but sure, I mean, there's rumors yeah. everywhere of people every year of people taking, you know, people yeah, it's that all, never you can't trust a lot of shit going on right now. Yeah, but he's probably the fourth ranked QB out of this lot. I'd even argue he's the fifth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would yeah. too. I would too. Um, yep. I don't know, man. I feel like it is a uh, Shanahan style quarterback, though. Like it does make nope. sense. You know what I mean? Like he loved Matt Ryan. That was successful with Matt Ryan. So he's why, kind of, he's why not, are they? Why are him and Matt Ryan alike? Because they're both white. Yeah, dude. Because they're both white. No, they're pocket fucking passers. They don't have the strongest arm, but they can make the they can make throws within like Matt thirty Ryan's yards. Got a on cannon, him. though, though. Yeah, not at the time when Shanahan was there, though. Like he was, dude. My Ryan got. And he was arm. at Boston College, sure. Right, Boston College, where he went, right? Bro, yeah. he still has a nice arm. That's okay. nice, but it's not like the cannon he had when he was a rookie, dude. Like he'd be. Yeah. Matt Ryan's one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league now. Yeah, he's accurate, but he's always had like a nice, like, dude. He, he puts the same spin on it, dude. Accuracy. That's what I think Shanahan looks for more than anything else, and that's where Jones and Ryan kind of are similar. Um, and when the thing is, though, do I, do I know if Jones is going to be accurate in a tight window? No, I have no idea because he never had to throw in one. Uh, that's Bingo. the biggest problem I have with him. Yep. You know, uh, when you have that much talent, it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's rough. Yep. You just don't know what you're going to get, you know? And uh, that's why I'm not too sold on them. I, I hope for the Niners' sake they don't take him. But um, Well, I hope for the Niners' sake they take him. Well, of course, you yeah, do, exactly, because he's a fucking Cardinals fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. what about what about this? Hear me out. Uh, this this would be a Jets a Jets being the fucking Jets move, <laughs> but 
the number three and Jimmy G for the number two spot. <laughs> so they can move up and they can take Zach Wilson. Yeah, but Zach uh, Wilson's like a big question mark too at the same time because like he had one Jones. good season. He's better than Jones. Yep. Based exactly. on what? Based on beating up on on like he didn't even play a single power five school. The best team he played was Coastal Carolina and he looked average. On like a two days notice that they were playing him. Yeah, but and, and look at what he played aside talent, from that. Like Mac Jones said. Of course he didn't have the talent, but I'm saying like he wasn't like we can't even judge him because he didn't even play power five talent. Like he's playing guys that are gonna end up being fucking insurance agents for State Farm. He's also playing with guys that are gonna be insurance agents for Allstate. That's not true. One of the BYU receivers is like projected to go third round. One, but I'm just saying like overall. Yeah, look general. how many first round uh first yeah. rounds the um you, have a, you can't you know, judge have that. out of Alabama. That's that's why Trey Lance, that's the biggest knock on Trey Lance is that, you know, he played at North Dakota State, you know what I mean? But, like, if you look at Trey Lance compared to compared to um, Zach Wilson, like, athletically, arm talent, like, if you watch him throw against, you know, in their pro days, like, I, I feel like Trey Lance from the eye test, from what I saw, is, like, the better quarterback in my opinion. Uh, I, dude, I think pro days and like all that stuff, call, uh, combines and whatnot. Like, anyway, I mean, you're in a t shirt and shorts, you know what I mean? Like, for, there's no one running sure. at you. Like, you know well, what I mean? What it's is just playing, so hard. What is not playing Power Five teams and the best team you played, you didn't look that good. Yeah, so, what are we judging honest, Zach Wilson off of? To be honest, I didn't like Zach Wilson's pro day either. Uh, he was short on passes. He was making the wide receiver wait on those deep balls. You know, the way Fields was throwing things, it was it was much more in tune with wide receiver. So, but like you said, there's no defense there. There's, you know, they're running their routes, their specific routes, and, you know, right. you never know. You know, this is the problem with today's NFL, dude. Everything has to be a quick fix. The reason why these quarterbacks are so highly touted and are going to be picked so early in the draft is because everybody sees knows if you get a quarterback, then you can slowly build your team around you, but you'll still win games because your quarterback is really good, right? Like, you can win games with an average team, and everyone just wants to win now, win now, win now. They don't want to build everything up. So we have well, no, players right now that are going to be drafting to the top five. That's what I mean. They're going to be drafting the top five when they probably aren't talented enough to be in the top. Bro, look five. at the look at the last twenty years though. There's only like three Super Bowls with like average QB play. That's what I mean. That's that's what everyone's going for is the quick fix, dude. Not like building up your quarterback and make him good, like which is the way well, it should be. No, it should be. It should be that way. But at the end of the day, like either you have talent or you don't, right? And when, like, when I was talking with Alex Smith earlier, like, he was just put in a si- shitty situation. Same with Sam Darnold. Same thing. He was put in a shitty situation where he had revolving coaches. Like, the talent is there. People obviously believe in the talent. They believed in Alex Smith's talent because he was given a chance after his fourth year when he was, like, garbage. And he was hurt in 2008. And same thing with Darnold. So like these guys getting drafted high, like they obviously have the talent. They'll get they'll get second chances, but we've seen there's there's two ways to win Super Bowls now. Either you have an elite quarterback, or you have a good quarterback on a rookie contract, and you can build your team around that by spending all that cap money elsewhere. Defense. But, yeah. but once you have an elite quarterback, look at the Seahawks, dude. They built Legion of Boom around Russell Wilson in his rookie year and then once russell wilson gets paid like he was able to take over and still win ball games and that's really what you're banking on as a franchise you know what i'm saying because a quarterbacks sell tickets they sell tickets in the ultimate thing for nfl franchises to make money money yep well, of course so, you get a good quarterback, you sell tickets, you win games, and early on in his career, you can build a championship roster around him if you hit on him. And so I think there's two things to this, Eddie. I think either one, you realize your your quarterback isn't talented and you move off him quickly and on to the next, right? Or 
you hit on said quarterback and you ride him. And I, I think that was a big decision for the Dolphins, right? Like the Dolphins had a – they were in position to have – what were they, the third pick? And they could have drafted a quarterback easily, but they said, nah, we, we're going to ride Tua for another year. We're going to trade back, accumulate more picks, and put more talent around Tua. Well, yeah, they already – you know, wasted a first rounder on him last year. Plus, they called Ben, and Ben was like, "Dude, you guys don't stop fucking around. You need to put two in there and give him some talent." Right. straight. So, like, I got money to make, just like they got right. money to make. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> Damn straight. All fair, right, so let's points. let's move to another team who does have a talented QB. Um, you know, and that's uh, the eight and eight Arizona Cardinals. We had uh, some rumors coming out today that uh, future Super Bowl champion Arizona Cardinals. We'll see about that. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, Damn. they'll win a Super Bowl in the future. Um, it may be twenty five years from now. The word in there. It. Uh, I think we can say you know even the Niners are super future bowl champions, <laughs> but. Uh, it's uh it, it could be a while. They're I mean super they were future bowl champions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They uh you know, Arizona was close last year. They had uh, you know, a couple injuries, a big, you know, defensive lap. So I think that's where you know we're gonna see Arizona go, at least in their first round. But you know, that's that's just like my opinion, man. So yeah, that's a, good, that's, that's a pretty <laughs> terrible opinion. You think that's they a terrible to, opinion? You don't they think have they're to gonna go, go secondary, defense? dude? They have to go secondary. Their offense is good enough. They need to fucking improve that defense. Yeah, they've got See, the. I'm in, I'm in partial to pick that. overall. I'm in partial to that. Like they already like, bulked up their offensive line, though. You got Rodney Hudson in the off season, like. That alone is going to improve everybody on the line. Like the he's right the side of the line though is terrible. Randy Hudson's the best center for a reason, dude. He's going to improve. I don't care, everybody dude. Their the right line. side of their line was not good last That's year. Weird. Their full defense last year was terrible. Yeah, the defense was it awful. Was, which is why if they're at sixteen, I you sit back there, you draft Zayvon Collins if he falls to you. You draft J.C. Horn, even though I don't think J.C. Horn is like an elite level cornerback. I'd rather take Caleb Farley, but Caleb Farley is coming off a back surgery. So he's like falling, which is why I think Arizona is in a great position where if the rumors are true and they trade up to number six, why not make your best part of your team, which is your offense? Why don't you make it elite, elite by drafting the guy like either Kyle Pitts or Penesul at tackle? And you can solidify your offensive line depth protect your franchise quarterback or you add another weapon to go along with uh hopkins aj green who we don't even know is going to be healthy larry fitzgerald hasn't even decided if he's going to retire or not but that that wasn't their issue last year they put up the points it was how many points that they allowed and even though they put up 30 30 points yeah but their defense was hurt all year though you have to remember that like chandler jones was hurt uh, they obviously added J.J. Watt. Like, their defensive line was their issue. They did lose Patrick Peterson, but the they did sign Butler. Secondary yeah, but they signed they well. signed Malcolm Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they've solidified that. They have Buda Baker. They got uh, Deontay Thompson coming back from injury this year, too. And Deontay Thompson is, like, a great fucking young player out of Alabama. I, 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 I don't disagree with you. Like, you can obviously add to your defense and make it better. You got Isaiah Simmons. He's coming back for his second year as well. I think you have to, if you can add an elite player like a Kyle Pitts or a Jamar Chase or a Penny Sewell, like you're talking to three best offensive players in the draft, arguably, right? Why not add them to your team if you trade up to six? If you're sitting I mean, at 16, traded, just take best player available. Let's say if you're trading up to six, though, I, I that's mean, a, that's a lot. I feel like that's a, that's a power move, dude. Like you think like this is it, this is our, like, we need this piece to win right now. You know, I think saying? Penny like, Sewell is good think... because you look at the NFC West, bro. No, you're going up against good, the – you're... who? Sewell is good. And, and if you look at the NFC West, you're going against the – you're basically competing with the Rams, the Seahawks. Well, you're competing with all of them, right? But the Niners and the Rams have an elite defensive line play when healthy, right? So you add a guy like Sewell – you solidify your offensive line that helps on that end right 
as far as the Seahawks are concerned, they they're only going to go as far as Russell Wilson takes on. That's it. Yeah, but I don't know, dude. I think with like the thing is with Kyler Murray as your quarterback, like having that like offensive line that fucking gives him hours of time to throw, it almost like restricts his talent. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude makes Maybe, so many plays. Maybe, but you also can't run, have you know? dudes in the backfield in like a no, second and making him I run agree. for his life all game. I agree, but like I said, dude, they already fucking spent the money on Hudson, man. Like I, I guess that's one if, offensive lineman, dude. It takes five. Me, just wait. I'm just wait, dude. He, dude Rodney I Hudson don't think he, improves fucking everybody on the line, dude. He makes all the callouts. He calls all the adjustments, all the audibles that an offensive line has to make. He shifts the yeah, blocking. Dude, everything. You gotta, He's fucking money. Still gotta, I, I would – I'd be much more comfortable adding in a guy like Sewell or Slater. Rodney like, Hudson. I would be even more comfortable you, adding in a guy like out, Kyle Pitts. But what are you giving up these to get those do. 10 spots, man? You, yeah, you're giving up a thing, lot. Give you're giving up a up lot to draft give up those I don't 10 care. spots. I just want, yeah, I want lot, Kyle Pitts, dude. to be honest. I want Kyle but, Pitts. Yeah, like, I, I mean – who would an elite tight end? Yes, elite tight end is a game changer. I agree completely. Game changer, bro. Those chains are moving every. But those chains are how moving. How do you stop that off an elite tight end? How, how, how do, you, do you stop that though with Kyle, Kyle Kyle Pitts in there? It's gonna be like fifty-two Kyler to fifty-seven to every week. The K to K connection. Nah, we don't want anything that has to do with like multiple K's in a sentence, dude. Like, well, that's why we don't throw. That's why we don't throw Christian Kirk in there. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Damn it. That's all bad. We don't do that. Half we don't second, do that. Too close, yeah. We don't do that. Damn Cardinals, dude. Kyler passes it to... With the to lateral. Carol, who laterals it. Yeah, exactly. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, there's a little bit of an indifference here with, uh, you know, where we think that the Cardinals are going. So I think that's going to give uh, a lot of interesting, you know, uh, you know, big aspect to, you know, what we see on draft night. And does that does that trade happen? Because that trade is not going to happen before draft night. It's going to be one of those that's like, you know, 30 minutes before that pick goes, we're going to have be that like, trade or at that pick. Yeah. Once the fifth pick is made, if the player that they want is available, they probably yeah. would make it. Um, yeah. I mean, it is a nice problem to have though, that you can pretty much go either side of the ball and be okay. Like, you know what I mean? And, and that also that's what I'm saying. Make... Like, if they fall to 16 and they get Zavin Collins and Micah Parsons, I wouldn't even be mad with JC Horn. I just think JC Horn is like, I don't think he's going to be like an elite cornerback, but I don't think he's going to be like a bad cornerback. I think he's just going to be like a guy, yeah, right, you know, a jag, just another guy. It, I mean, it, it does give uh, the Dolphins more picks, so that would help me out here too, as well. So <laughs> Got a bank yeah, on the Jamar Chase there. would be nice for Tua too, bro. Yeah, yeah. But if you, yeah, and then probably would lose out on uh, Waddell, you know, and Devonta Smith at that. Uh, at that, well, I don't know, spot, dude. So, yeah, I don't know. Devonta Smith, uh, you know, six feet, one hundred sixty-six pounds. It comes out today. It's pretty fucking small. That is pretty small for uh, a tiny there. All right, so let's move to those. Let's talk about those two teams that don't have a first round pick. So they're going to be looking for something in uh, round number two. Uh, that's, I mean, we'll start with the Los Angeles Rams. You know, they made that uh, the trade last year for Ramsey uh, to, you know, lose their first round pick. Um, you know, already made that big kind of QB move this offseason. So where, where do you guys see that whole, you know, fitting for the Rams? Where, are they, where do you think they'll go round two? Offense, all offense. Every one of their draft picks should be offense. They already have one of the best defenses in the league. They're obviously playing to win now because Stafford's not going to be around forever. So you draft linemen, you draft receivers, you draft running backs, whatever you can get to support that offense. Um, and then maybe like some defensive linemen just to be able to get some fresh legs in there for for uh, depth. But I think you just stick to the in, the, in their situation, you got to stick to your draft board. So you have to take best player available. Because if you take, like, if you're just like, yo, we need to focus on offense, like, that's how you miss on picks. Because like, you could, like, totally reach for a guy. 
You could, but they're they, I mean, clearly they're trying to win this year. Like they're not really looking for three years from now, four years for from sure. Now. But I mean, like, what if all the good offensive players in the top, you know, sixty ranked are gone, and you have yeah. like a top defensive guy? Like, I agree with you. I definitely think that they're looking to go offense. I would say offensive line because um, yeah. their offensive line is getting older. I would also say wide receiver. This is yeah, a deep wide receiver, receiver draft. Yep. You can get like an Amon St. Brown there. Um, and he stays home in LA too. Perfect fit. I think they can go multiple different directions here, dude. I, w- I agree with you though, Eddie. I do think that they are probably would love to go offense. Yeah. Like the Panthers did last year where they took all defensive players. The Rams <laughs> were probably interested in the opposite this year. Yeah, and they've got pick number 57. Perfect. That's still talent, that's a dude. Little... Oh, There's yeah, definitely talent still talent there. there. Definitely a lot of talent, but you're missing out on a lot of players there. A lot of players. All right, and let's talk about a uh, team with the 56 pick, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, my opinion is they have to protect. Uh, they got to protect Wilson because Wilson ain't happy. Uh, he is not happy at all taking the shots that he did last year. They need a quarterback. Uh, he needs that time. They also <laughs> Russell Wilson's going to be gone soon. Like it's clear he doesn't want to be there. You know what I'm saying? Well, because yeah, you're the, not going to get Seahawks that. Seahawks are in a shitty situation, dude. They re- they really need they need secondary, they need defensive line, and they need offensive line. Like they have a lot of holes, dude. Yeah. Like what was their record to end the year? Because weren't they like. 10 and yeah, one at one point or something like they that. They did not like, have a good end of the year, dude. They I ended mean. with a four game win streak. What okay, what part of the year was was it the middle of the year then? Yeah, they, uh, it was the middle of the year. Yep. Yeah, they ended and with then, a four oh, game yeah, win streak. Then they got Dunlap and then they like changed the defense a little bit. Yeah. But he gone. Yeah. Uh he resigned, didn't he? But did he? I thought he did not. You could be right though. Let's, Let's check. You check that out. Fact check. Let's see. Carlos Dunlap. Oh yeah. Yeah, he resigned. He did resign. Okay. So see, he's I don't back. be telling so lies on this show. If y'all listening, you know Jordan don't tell no lies. I beg to differ. When does Jordan ever tell lies? I beg to differ, Mister Shit Talker over here. When? When do I ever tell lies? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna release a special yeah. edition APR of just yep. Jordan just Jordan talking. Lies. Yeah, <laughs> Good. no lies ever told over here. Yeah. All right. So, so we we do see that Seattle does have a lot of holes that they need to. Yeah, fill. they have a lot, dude. Like they yep. could be in the position of best player available. Like, especially well, everyone's the best player available. I'm just saying they have At too that many point, holes yeah. to fill. It's like well, no, I mean, like they don't really have anything in particular. Like usually teams going to the draft, they're not just oh, they have a lot of potential. Dude, they need offensive line, AV. They need cornerbacks. They they lost their two cornerbacks from Quentin Dunbar yeah. and fucking um Griffin. They lost both their starting cornerbacks. Right. Dude, they, yeah, they can literally go anywhere. Them. Yeah, they can go anywhere and it will fill something that they need, you know. And yet somehow they still won 12 games. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Wilson to Lockett and Metcalf. Mostly yeah. Metcalf. Yeah. Uh, it was it was every other game. We gotta remember that. Every other game one had the and they could the, use a tight end too. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's move over to the AFC West. Yeah, you know, we had the big champs there last year. Yeah, um, the AFC West right here, dude. This is gonna be great. <laughs> with uh, Kansas City winning the division at fourteen and two, uh, Vegas came in second here at eight and eight. Uh, the Chargers, surprisingly, with a rookie QB, seven and nine, who wasn't supposed to. They should have had a better record, to be honest. They lost yeah. so many close games. Close games. Uh, and then we had uh, the Denver Broncos coming up in the end with a point differential of minus 123 with a 5 and 11 they record. They don't have so, a quarterback. <sighs> they were also banged up on their defense, too. They lost Chubb. They lost yeah. Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller was. They literally played. A, remember, the... they played a game without a quarterback? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That was a tough year. Oh, it looked exactly yeah, all the same as when they had a quarterback in there. COVID protocol, right? Um, so they, they have the 
what do they have right now? What pick do they have? The ninth. Ninth. Okay. Nine. Um, ninth overall. I, I mean, I, this is a team that I could see, you know, jumping up a couple spots as well to get, make sure that they get a quarterback, um, you know, of that, those five that are left. Um, so, you know, any other, I mean, supposedly their, Woody, Woody Page, who has been writing for the Denver paper since like 1865, <laughs> he said that the Broncos like Justin Fields and Trey Lance both. Right. So yeah. I think if either of those guys fall to them, that's who they draft. I think they trade up with Atlanta and uh, before. And if then not take Atlanta, Justin then Fields. Detroit. I think they snag Fields. I think that's the quarterback they're taking. With this epilepsy story, though, I don't Even with it. It's like, I don't think that's going to matter too much in the long run. Um, yeah, Especially when he's been playing at that high level for so long with the you know with epilepsy they're gonna take whatever quarterbacks left over that's kind of like what the broncos yeah yeah yeah. but But i think i still think they move or or seven with detroit yeah i wouldn't wouldn't be surprised there six with uh i I mean i think i could i wouldn't i can see them taking either lance or fields whichever one falls to yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 100 uh you mean mac jones or no, nah, Mac Jones going number three, dude. No. If Mac Jones falls, they'll trade up to four to get Mac Jones. I guarantee it. If the Niners don't pick him. <laughs> nah, John Elway's not the GM anymore, bro. <laughs> dude, he's still fucking twinkling <laughs> his fucking fingers in there, dude. Yeah. Fucking Elway. Elway's uh, they're fucking definitely Elway. taking QB, though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Like, yeah. They, they do. They haven't had a quarterback. In Denver, in so Elway. long since John Elway, for sure. Like they had they, Manning that one or two years where he was two like years, good, yeah. and then he won the Super Bowl when he was like dog shit. It was just their was defense awful, was yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, dude. He gets to the Super Bowl. Ball snapped over his head on the first play. Wins a lot of people a lot of money because it was a safety. That's true. Dude. Forgot about that. That was a big money maker. All right, let's move to a team that doesn't need a QB. Um, unless their uh, what was it their uh, equipment coach is given uh, shots mm. in the you know, in, before Jesus. the games. Um, so we've got the the Los Angeles Chargers seven and nine. Um, they are coming in at what the oh I just had it down uh, the thirteenth pick overall. They I need offensive line. They yep. do. That was going to be my line. exact thing. They need to protect. Uh, now, could they trade so. back though and still get a good? They could trade back and still get the same quality offensive alignment. I feel like. I feel like this year's and like probably you yeah. have like the two like two to three top linemen, and then everybody else is kind of like the same. You know what I mean? Like they have strengths, they have weaknesses. They're all equal. Um, I could be wrong, but that's just how like this draft feels with offensive linemen. Like if there's a team that wants to move up to maybe get a receiver or something that's fallen or one of the DBs, uh, that's, you know, let's say someone. I feel like this is a, I feel like this is definitely a deep offensive line draft, dude. So I totally agree with you. I I could see like, uh, you know, Devontae Smith dropping to him right there though, maybe swoop him up or trade out of that. I definitely think they got to go offensive line. And there's a, there's a bunch of guys that I running see. Back. Maybe. Trade back why, running back. Yeah. So. Trade back, dude. Trade back. And then, you know, take another guy. Like you could trade back with someone. Like if someone wants to jump ahead, let's say Lance falls there and, the, and Washington wants to jump up there and they give you 19 and, you know, third and fourth round pick or whatever. Then you could draft like Elijah Vera Tucker from uh, USC who can move all over the line. He played guard, tackle. That's a pick they could look at there. Um, so, I mean, like you said, dude, it's a deep offensive line draft. No. What about uh, the thought of giving Herbert some, you know, some more offensive firepower, moving up to four and taking pits? Nah, they're not going to do that. Yeah. No I think, I think that. I mean, they, they just have, lost Hunter Henry. They have Keenan Allen. They have Mike Williams out there. They have Austin yeah. Eckler. Like they have, like I, they have plenty of weapons, dude. Like I mean, they, I mean, there's no reason they couldn't. I mean, I could see them doing that. Yeah, you know they could. I mean? 
I just don't. I think that they want to protect their their young quarterback a little more. Yeah, than, they, their offense yeah. line sucks. And their offense line is yeah. pretty bad, dude. All right. Let's talk about a bad offensive line. <laughs> Perfect segue into this team. <laughs> we got the Las Vegas Raiders coming in at eight and eight. Um, the team that's going to finish fourth in the AFC West. Yeah. Uh, uh, they'll they'll be third in the AFC West. I, I think Denver will will uh, still Denver's be kind of struggling this year. Stinks, um, I've got them at uh, at either seven and ten or eight and nine coming in. Um, so dude, Las Vegas that's Raiders. That's pretty generous, bro. Yeah. Nah, they'll be right around that mark, dude. Like, yeah. just think about the offensive line. I know I've said it a million. I, I don't know if I've said it on the show before, but. The guys that we probably once or twice that we released and got rid of besides Rodney Hudson, which is the biggest loss uh, that we have had this whole offseason. Um, they didn't play anyway. Like Trent Brown was always hurt last year. Um, Gabe Jackson yeah, but, was hurt. We re-signed but people incognito. Who are hurt are going to continue to be hurt. Like you, it's not yeah, just yeah, that's, why we, that's why they're gone. They're gone. See ya. Those are the ones we got rid of. Like Trent Brown, Gabe Jackson, they were hurt all the time. Their backups have played more games in the last two years than they have. And that's who we used last year when, you know, Carr wasn't getting uh, sacked as much. So it's not like, wow, you see, like, they will shit, they got rid of their whole offensive line. But really, you just got rid of the guys that were on the sideline the whole fucking time. And you're putting yeah. in the guys that are good. Now, the problem is, though, that, like, you know what I mean? Like now they're the starter. So now you're going to see like if they can actually play and before they were just like a backup, but now they're, you know, getting the opportunity. Uh, but this is why the draft stinks, dude. I fucking segued this earlier and it's because of this fucking team right here. dude. Fucking every year, every year I have someone in mind who I think would be a great fit for the fucking franchise. Right. Oh, we got oh, Mark Davis, bro. Dude, this was even without Davis and shit. This goes back to like, I can I, agree. The, the one that I can fucking, <laughs> the one I can remember the most dude, was fucking back when we drafted Darius Hayward Bay. Yeah, Michael. Oh, that, was Crabtree. Great, that was a great draft pick, dude. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Crabtree on the board, who's hands down the best receiver in the draft, and you pick Hayward Bay for what reason? Like, because he's fast. He's fast, right? Stupid. We took guys like Philip Buchanan because they were fucking fast. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. Like Stanford route. Stanford, Stanford actually was a decent player for a couple of years, but fucking hey, he's fucking trash too. And then last year, you have all these receivers on the board, and you take fucking Henry Ruggs, who's small, can't run a route, and only knows how to run straight, dude. He's fucking, he's not good either. When you had fucking like CD, no, no, no. Henry was, Ruggs is fucking trash. Okay, dude. when you it, was CD Lamb still on the board? He was. Yeah, okay. dude. Okay. Henry Ruggs, yeah, Ruggs was the first receiver, receiver off the board, dude. We had Jerry Judy Jesus. available, fucking CeeDee Lamb's available. But like, to be Henry fair, Ruggs. dude, Ruggs can actually run routes. Most of his yards uh, from Alabama came off yards after catch. Yeah, they, and they, but the problem is the Raiders aren't going to use them that way. What did they do? They ran fucking 30-yard post routes and streaks every fucking time. Oh, do a double move 30 yards downfield. Dude. dude, stupid. Like it's just not it's it's dumb. Like this is the Raiders drafting is terrible. Like we had one year where we drafted like Khalil Mack, Derek Carr, and we had like a good draft. Like like we occasionally will hit on like a fourth or fifth rounder that like turns out to be pretty good, Max Crosby, for example. But for the most part, the draft's fucking awful. And if I can be it's like it's hired uh what's his face? Mayock, Mayock? Yeah, how's that working out, dude? Like, let's look at his <laughs> draft choices. Like John Abram, like Thinks that he has to play all eleven positions at the same time and can't fucking cover the middle <laughs> of the field like he's supposed to. Like he's fucking dumb, dude. Like oh, he's, 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 dude. He's yeah. It's right it's now. Actually it's actually a great uh, analysis of how he plays, though. Dude, like the against Kansas City on uh, Monday night or whatever. Fucking, he leaves. Tra- he leaves Kelsey wide open in the end zone, dude. Like. The one guy you need to cover in that situation, he's just like, no, nah, I'm going to go sack Mahomes in the backfield. <laughs> Dude, but anyway, back to the draft. What did the Raiders need? The Raiders need a lot. The Raiders need some fucking defense. We need some defense. Uh, we could use offensive line, obviously, since we did get rid of everyone. Um, you know, they like, could drop anywhere, dude. Yeah, but I think, in my opinion, I think we have to go secondary. But I, at where yeah. we're picking, is secondary really like, gonna be worth it at that point like i, I don't oh, know dude you guys are gonna take fucking kyle trask 
It could be, dude. It could be because uh, we, we have fucking Trask, Mariota, and Derek Carr on the roster. <laughs> no, Mariota, Mariota bounced. No, no, oh, he, he resigned, he resigned. Like, for two million or something like that. Yeah. Super cheap, dude. Because um, they couldn't trade him, and then no one wanted him for some reason. But for some uh, reason, I mean, dude, he like got he got beat out by Ryan Tannehill. What do you mean? <laughs> Dude, that was uh, in Tennessee, though, dude. Like, he went over to yeah, Raiders. Yeah, he, he played well he only in his played one like game one that he game. played. He played really fucking good. He played better than, like, 20 other quarterbacks in he the league. He had a touchdown and interception. The interception wasn't his fault, though. But he's making hey, plays, When dude. I need Mariota excuses good, for something, dude. I'm going to call you, Eddie. I'm going to be like, yo, Eddie, I need an excuse right now. It wasn't, dude. You can go watch the game, dude. It wasn't his fault on the interception. He threw that dime to Waller in the end zone, like. Considering the dude had to play football. That was a nice throw. That was he hadn't nice played throw. football in like a year and a half, dude, almost two years. Dude, it's pretty impressive, man. I mean, not like play football. Obviously, he's practicing and shit. But I've been like, talking to James too much. <laughs> no, Oregon stinks too. Uh, <laughs> so, but I mean, that's the, the thing with the Raiders. They can draft to, uh, anywhere. But the problem is, too, like where they're drafting, like what they need. Like, I mean, offensive lines is a safe bet or whatever, but. Uh, they didn't really do much to improve the secondary. They keep signing all these players, though, in, like, the last couple of weeks. They're, like, nobody else wanted and their leftovers. Like, Daryl Worley, 2.0s coming into the – coming in onto the team. So, um, they, they get to take an edge rusher. Yeah. I mean, they just spent a shit ton of money on uh, the guy I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah, but they could – I mean, you can always use more edge rushers, especially because the Raiders yeah. only have an yeah. edge rusher. It's true. Like Crosby's like our premier addresser. He's uh it'll be a lot better now that um God, what's his I can't pronounce his last name, dude. Um I'm afraid oh, he came from name? uh Minnesota and then Jackson Baltimore. Jacksonville, I think he, yeah. Yeah, Baltimore, thank you. That's where it was. It's like in Gakwe or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I can't really pronounce it. But well, the thing with I think Max with Crosby, him on the other side like, the double team. He's like one of those dudes like um what was his name? That fucking uh, white defensive end from the Niners. Like, he didn't really get sacks or anything. He just, like, he was there to, like, take up double teams and, like, just get defensive players out of the way for dudes like Alton Smith to come up. What was his name? Kevin Smith, I think. Was it Kevin Smith? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't he a tackle, though? He played at – well, he was, like, a defensive – he was, like, a 3-4 defensive end. They, they played, like, a 3-4. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 3-4. But well, that's what I'm I mean, saying. Like, that's sacks, how dude. Max Crosby is. Uh, Crosby gets to the quarterback, though, dude. He's a good, he's a good pass rusher. Um, he's slow. He gets to the quarterback, still, man. Barely. How many yeah. sacks do you have last year? Like three? No, I think it was like eight. He ain't not no eight sacks. Like. I think so. Or maybe it was a little less. Maybe like six or so. But he had like a decent rookie year, and then last he had year, a great like, rookie. Year. Yeah. Last year he went non-existent. He has seven sacks yeah. last year. Seven, seven sacks, yeah. sacks dude. It's Compared to his ten, his rookie. Considering he was games, getting, considering he took all the double Come teams, on, dude. This is the first year of taking the double teams, bro. Like, <laughs> like, who was like, a better defensive? That's all I was saying about quarterbacks earlier. Taking you no know, du- double teams. They weren't fucking double teaming anybody because Ray's defensive line stunk. Raiders defense line stunk last team? year you too. Fucking... Why would you double team anyone last year? That's a... because you still got a fucking double team, dude. He's actually getting to the quarterback. He had ten sacks the year before. That's like a fucking presence you got to fucking account for. Ten sacks, dude. Blocks, that's like that average. Shit. Every fucking defensive end. All right, all Seven right. Let's move sacks. on. Who had the most sacks on the Cardinals last year? Let's move on well, to. Our, I mean, the year last before that, year, guys. when Collins yeah. was healthy, he fucking. All right, all right. We're talking like about what the draft league. needs here, what they right. need for this year's draft, not how they played two years ago. So, let's move on to our final team. We got the Kansas City Chiefs with the thirty-second pick Who gives overall. A fuck what the Chiefs need. <laughs> Chiefs need offensive Damn. line, man. Eddie, Eddie got bitter over here since uh, talking Raiders. Here. So. Yeah, they definitely need a defensive line. Um, dude, the fucking AFC West stinks, dude. No, it's it does. Be, it's well, it be, does because the Chiefs are just the best team in the hit. Yeah, it, it's got to be the best uh, best player available, in my opinion, for, you know, at, when you're picking at 31. 
Yeah, the Chiefs can – I mean, they can go offensive line. They can go – they can go edge rusher because this, this draft is like a bunch of like edge guys that are like – they're not like elite edge guys like uh, Miles Garrett, but they're like good edge guys. So, like, they could get a, you know, defensive lineman there. Yep. They can Somebody go anywhere, bro. Jones. Yep. They can go anywhere. They can go wide receiver even if – uh. You know, wide receiver falls to him like Rondell Moore. Yep. Yeah, I mean the Chiefs don't I mean, Chiefs don't really need a draft pick. You know what I mean? They don't have to pick anybody. <laughs> they just yeah. gotta get healthy, dude. Because no, that's what that's just... what hurt them last year was they just fucking got hurt. At the well, they do need time. offensive line, right? Didn't they? Uh, they signed some alignment though. But they cut the, like two All Pro tackles, right? Yeah, but Eric Fisher. Isn't gonna, isn't gonna uh, be healthy for the season, and the other guy they cut was hurt all year too. Right, but he still got to replace him, dude. Like they, and we saw during the Super Bowl, like yeah, but the guys uh-huh. that the problem was was the the guys that replaced at least one, not Schwartz, but they, or I mean, not um, not Fisher, but the guy that the other guy they cut. That dude played the whole year, his backup, and he was one of the guys that got hurt. So the Chiefs were playing a backup, backup, backup. That's what I mean, like depth on the offensive line because you can't have yeah. that happen again, dude. Like Mahomes shouldn't be running 30 yards straight back and throwing the ball in the air. Like, <laughs> yes, he can do it, but, like, I can, you know, jump on one foot for, like, two seconds. But am I going to do it? No. You know, it's a bad idea. I'll probably hurt myself. Bad. Uh, but uh, you know what I mean. So I think they just kind of like draft offensive line. They just rework the whole the whole line and offensive line, defensive line. Just draft the basics of what you should have on a team. Control the center of the field, uh, and that's just going to help them out more. That was really the only thing they're lacking last year was depth. Um, so yes, yeah, not a bad idea. They still stink. Well, but yeah, want to bet. You want to bet money that the Chiefs win the AFC West? I'll Why take the Chiefs. You... I'll give Why? you the other three AFC West teams. Why would I ever take that bet? Yeah. Well, I mean, you said the Chiefs suck. No, I didn't say they suck. I said they stink. It's different. Oh, okay. <laughs> stink means I have stink means I have a personal okay. hatred for them. My That's bad. why I think. If I said I they known. suck, like Denver sucks, you know what I'm saying? Denver sucks. The Chargers are always going to lose close games because they suck. Like that is that's like a difference thing. The Chargers have lost close games my whole life. I feel like that's always been the Chargers and when Philip Rivers was there, when now when um, Herbert's there, it's always going to be the Chargers are so good. They're the best worst team in football. That's what we're going to talk about forever. No, they're the worst best team in football. They're the worst best team in football. No, they're the best worst team in football. Meaning they are in the bottom tier of teams, but they're no, the best. No, dude, team the Chargers are going to be. Uh, guarantee you, the Chargers win the Super Bowl before the Raiders do. Oh, dude, come on! Now. <laughs> you want to bet that? I'll bet. I'll bet that. You that. I'll bet on hundred bucks. I'll bet you that too. Hundred bucks. All right, deal. You heard it here, guys. You heard it here. Cool. All right, so we've got through the AFC and the NFC West. Um, that was our, you know, our, our eight divisions here. We've uh, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks. Next week we Our are draft. going to be, yeah, we are going to be moving into our, uh, I mean, really just uh, our, our draft preparation, and and then we've got our live show. So Rock draft, yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, we'll definitely be posting those up and. Uh, Man, great podcast. We uh, we finally got through all those divisions. We got through some news of the week. But uh, thank you, everybody out there, for listening to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Taproom Sports Podcast. You can check out the network's Twitter at Taproom underscore sports, or you can check out Jordan's Jor- at Jordan Rules TSP or Eddie's at Eddie TSP. I'm still the lame one without a Twitter account. And I'm yeah, okay bro, you got to get on the bird app, bro. I'm totally okay with not being a tweet. Yeah. But, Eddie don't um, even fucking tweet either, though. <laughs> I know. But hey, we're on Facebook, too. You can check us out there, or you can just visit www.taproomsportspodcast.com, where you can find all of our podcast info and check out all of our merchandise that is in collaboration with The Glory. 
Make sure to check out Jordan and I on the Taproom Sports Podcast for your weekly sports review while we drink and review some great beers. Um, and just so you know, you can get the best craft beer delivered straight to your front door from breweries all around the U.S. using Tavour. Just go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app and use promo code TAPROOM when signing up to get $10 off for your first purchase of $25 or more. Love I mean, that's it. more... The, this week there was a deal that that's that's more than two beers there were there were uh, two craft beers two uh, 16 ounce cans for eight dollars wow <laughs> beat those prices Man. cannot beat those prices um so you can also check out uh, the full 94 with jordan and sean g uh you can check out uh, square sharks multiple times a week where jordan hey, steady we went three and oh this week on best we bets did. by the way we did nice. we jordan a, went a five good... and oh today <laughs> yeah i went three and one so it's okay i i owe jordan a shot next week but uh does. man <laughs> twice in a row fuck um but uh yeah we build the perfect bets for a couple of the games that we uh that we pick out and there's been a lot of back and forth so it's been a, a lot of fun and we're uh you know getting back on our hot streak so make sure to check those out but for tonight that's all so we got steady eddie martin Yep. We got Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's fuck the Raiders. Big Paul and Ben Larson. Haters because the Cardinals never won a Super Bowl, dude. Next week. Not my fault. I haven't won a Super Bowl in my life, so what does it matter? Dude, Cardinals won't live a, win a Super Bowl in all of our lifetimes. Oh, they're they're closer it's to winning a Super Bowl than the Raiders. That's for damn sure. It's changing this year. Oh, we had the same record. Mm-hmm.